The greatness of a community is most accurately measured by the compassionate actions of its leaders, members, and contributors. Every week, your host, CEO of Two Small Men with Big Hearts, Stu Starkey, shines the light on a community to raise awareness of their leaders, members, and contributors. So together, we can create positive impact, inspire change, and help those in need of assistance at a grassroots level. Welcome to the community of Big Hearts. Welcome back, everyone, to the community of Big Hearts. Um, this week, I'm uh, really happy to be here with uh, Deborah Einerson Woods, who uh, I feel is one of the hardest working people in our community. Um, she is doing a number of things, and and just uh, showing everybody that um, w- when you put your back behind it, things get done. Uh, from what I can tell from our conversations and then people that uh, we mutually know. So I can't wait to get into our conversation, Deborah. Uh, maybe tell us a little bit about uh, what you do um, for your career and, and what you're doing outside of that in the community. Okay, um, I am a physical education teacher at Sturgeon Heights Collegiate. And um, that's my day job. Mm-hmm. And then after 3.30, it turns into uh, my volunteer world. And from about, you know, mid-October, it goes full swing hard till about um, mid-December with uh, a big project that I undertake. And it's organizing kids to fundraise uh, for... Uh, deluxe hampers that in the end get delivered on December the 15th but mm-hmm. it's it is a process it it starts um, really close to when we get back to school in September with applications going out for a big event that I put on called pros versus Joe's right yeah that uh, when we were talking about pros versus Joe's I thought it was just such an awesome idea from from so many angles um, so looking forward to, to digging into that. Um, so Pros versus Joe's, when did you start that? It started, I'm in my 11th year. And it started, um, well, a while back with a friend of mine, uh, Jeff Fisher, who had a charity called Project Echo. And within that charity, he had initiatives. And one of the initiatives was called Sam's Christmas, which is named after his grandfather, Uh, And it stemmed from Jeff being um, very proud of his grandfather for him always at uh, every Christmas. He would uh, take the time to take care of another family in need. And that that was his thing. And uh, Jeff always admired that about his grandfather. So Jeff wanted to carry on his grandfather's legacy and carried it on by calling it Sam's Christmas and it just grew so um, Jeff had asked me um, that one particular year if I would help him with these hampers and I said yes so at my end I was trying to figure out a way that I could raise awareness for his charity as well as make money Mm -hmm. uh, for to buy things for the hampers and I came up with the idea of pros versus Joe's and um, it it really it was very basic at first. I had kids, they applied to be a Joe, and they would then um, have a week long of events where they w- would participate against professional athletes, CFL players, for instance. 
and it was just five kids and they had a glorified playtime uh, with these pros and the gate I charged either two non-perishable items or a toonie at the door to get in I probably brought in one thousand dollars in total mm-hmm. and um, I did that for about um, three years when I quickly realized it was a lot of work for one person to give five kids uh, the a really cool playtime with professional athletes and so I decided well I need to involve them I need to involve them I need them to be a part of it on a higher level and understand that there's a higher purpose in life there's there's more to the just them right um, you know as you probably are aware kids can be self-centered it's it's a very Mimi kind of stage in their life and when you open up their eyes to other things uh, the pros versus Joe's it feels as if overnight it had taken off on me and um, we pros versus Joe's this year starts um, on Monday today is Thursday in a few days pros versus Joe's this year starts we're already at 22,000 in food and money and it hasn't even started yet so you can see in just I guess it's a short period of time in 11 years we've gone from raising $1,000 in total when all is said and done when pros versus Joe's ends to at the door of it opening and it hasn't even started we're at 22,000 in food and money. Hmm. The um, uh, when you when you first started talking about this and what inspired you, I really want to uh, go back and talk about that just for a couple minutes, because the reason that we started this podcast was because we believe that we could inspire others mm-hmm. um, by leading by example and by having people on this podcast that are doing these great things, and the the thesis is that. People will listen to it and realize, hey, like I can make a difference and then follow and, and, and do something like that in their own style, in their own fashion. Yes. And this story is perfect for that. Y- you um, kind of saw Jeff Fisher, who we've talked about on this podcast mm-hmm. before, uh, Project Echo, which was inspiration for many people giving back in this community. Yeah. I got to meet Jeff recently and speak with him and really inspirational guy. Um, so having his father inspire him, leading by example, inspiring him to do these great things, which just rippled out into our community, um, having you um, then set your course for the impact that you're having, which we'll talk about even more coming up here, that uh, it's really um, gives me these cool chills uh, of just one great act can inspire so many others. And for you, doing this program starting out 11 years ago having a few kids and five kids involved um, and uh, somebody told me this term recently which was we really need to incubate uh, our youth into community giving and that is exactly what you're doing I, I agree um, yeah. it's, it's not just about the money you raise which mm-hmm. is great um, but teaching these kids how to give um, is so important and more important than mm-hmm. just this one event so that's something i really wanted to give you accolades for and hopefully inspire these others uh, listening to start doing something like that just 
raise something or try and, and lead by example and incubate our youth. Um, so coming back to Pros versus Joes, uh, we have an event coming up this Monday. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Is that the final? It starts on Monday, yeah. so it's a week-long event. It's only during the lunch hour, and uh, all week long, uh, different groups will be coming in to compete against the Joes. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, for instance, on Monday, it's not all, I should also note that it, it's not always professional athletes. We do get amateur athletes in, we get Olympians in. So this um, Monday is, uh, we get about 10 Bison football players in. And uh, the Joes have to run the gauntlet and play Powerball against these heavy hitters. And that's a big day. We got a lot of spectators out for that day. There's something about, um, kids getting beat up by bigger people that's there's an attraction to that and yeah. people pay money for they'll, they'll easily put down these, a toonie to see their yeah who, see their yeah. classmate get you know thrown around in the gauntlet uh, it, it is amusing um, it is fun to watch and um, and then for instance on Wednesday uh, Andrew Harris will be out Nick Dembski uh-huh. um uh, Brady Oliveira and probably some other bombers will be out and with their huge Grey Cup win and the whole city inspired by them, you know, that just having them in the gym will bring out more people paying, which equals more food and money for the families. Mm-hmm. So it is a process. It it's There's a lot of, I call myself the conductor of traffic behind the scenes. You know, no one really sees me. Um, the Joes are my front and center. Uh, they um, they love being a part of it. it. It is it's truly something special. But and it's a lot of work at my end, and I do get that. But to be honest, the biggest evolution I've seen that gives me meaning, you know, gives you that higher purpose. Uh, you know, if if you want to what feeds your soul kind of feeling is the fact that um, you see kids at first they come in and I tell them this at the initial meeting so you get all these applications in of kids wanting to be in pros versus Joe's and they you it's not just a walk-in process the application comes in I have a look I'm even asking questions like how do you what do you perceive your manners to be like right because they don't realize how much on show they're about to be Mm -hmm. and the media comes out and just stuff like that so um, at the initial meeting we talk about what's going to happen I go the group as a group you guys will see more of Miss Woods than you ever have in like two three four years you've been at school because your whole life will get consumed by this you will suddenly feel the higher purpose you have placed in front of you now you you'll feel it you'll and and that will take over you'll want to fundraise more you'll want to do more you'll want to sell more whatever it is and it does i i have a group that comes in miss woods if we don't get our daily dose of six meetings with you a day i feel inadequate i feel like i haven't pulled my weight it's it it's i love the i love the fact that these kids have now been given this higher level purpose where they know it's not about them, right? Like they, 
they know that they need to work hard because there are families in need. Right. This year we're taking care of uh, 40 families in the St. James School Division. 12 of those families actually go to our school. Hmm. The, the, the Joes themselves don't know which kids are in, our, but I t- in, in the school are being helped, but I tell them, I go, it's kids in your classes. They probably sit right next to you and you don't even realize their situation. So we're here and we have about a two and a half, it takes us about two and a half months process to get all this money. And I said, so we have a higher purpose for two and a half months. You need to commit, you need to be a part of this. And it's amazing how quickly they buy in. You know, it's, and because I get so many applications, I had to figure out a way, plus I, every year something gets tweaked, I think of something Oh, this this will be better. This will raise more money. This gets us more food. This, you know, and every year, so the evolution. When I look back, it's like wow, um, you know, like, ev- I I created. It's not just pros versus Joes now. It starts off as Amazing Race. Hmm. So I've kind of taken a spin off two TV shows. So it starts off as Amazing. The month of November is Amazing Race. So I started off with 14 teams of two, and I have to whittle it down. So as of yesterday was my last cut in Amazing Race. I now have eight teams. Those eight teams now get to enter Pros versus Joes. And um, for instance, week one in November, the kids are giving, given a fundraising task. So the first fundraising task was somehow collect non-perishable items for the family that way it's not any money we make we don't have to spend it on food we want to bring that in somehow so um i had decided with the joes let's sweep our catchment area the school's catchment area and go trick-or-treating for food just that two hours sweep from sturgeon road all probably all the way up to moorgate um, the kids brought in $9,000 in canned goods. Holy 9000 in two hours. It takes us longer to get the food into the school than it <laughs> does for the kids to collect. And the reason is, you also have to remember, this is a competition. And all these teams won in badly. They And so every canned good, and I have drivers, many people that are a part of this. I got people driving... I will get a kid calling me, Miss Woods, we're on such and such a street. Our wagon is full. We need, so I'll call a driver, go there, empty his wagon, bring it back. And so they can zip off and carry on with more. So the drivers are unloading them, bringing the food back. And what takes the most time is we actually have to hand count all this food and assign a dollar sign to it. That's how I'm able to tell you we made over $9,000 in food because every can was counted. Everything has, an, has a, had a dollar sign assigned to it. So at the end of it, I know out of all those teams exactly how much they brought in. So the Joes know, well, to do better, get my friends on board. So now, like, like you said earlier, it's like a ripple effect. So not only does this say one Joe team of two people, they brought in, like the team that raised the most, brought in six friends. Now we have eight people on one team trying to raise so 
everybody is trying to bring in more people to help the families so like the amount of people if I had to count would get into hundreds uh, who actually help to do this so then what happens is when it's all said and done for that first fundraising task I know how much dollar sign or a dollar amount I should say each team raised mm. the next day is now the amazing race day in the gym and there's five four or five more tasks they have to do and um, the teams are let go to start their next task uh, and it's on a timeline depending on what they raised so if you're the top seller or sorry the top gatherer of food um, you're released first at the zero mark of the clock and then it counts up the team that raised the least which was so the team that raised the least was probably about $550 of food that's still incredible mm -hmm. so the least amount raised by a team was 550 the most was close to 1400 so the team that uh, raised the least had to wait I think gosh now I'm trying to think about eight to ten minutes causes a lot of anxiety on these mm -hmm. kids because the te that team now waits and watches all these other groups doing their tasks and they feel themselves falling behind so that creates good anxiety so uh, uh, that I say good anxiety so if they get through when it comes to the next week's fundraising task I'll tell you these kids are on board now and then when they start to see what they're capable of and when I start talking to them do you now know how much food you've got 40 hampers how much food these people get when you start dividing up over nine thousand dollars in food right do you start doing the math on this kids like this you're doing great things mm -hmm. for people you know in need at Christmas time and does that connect with them oh it does yeah within a week you just go one week of amazing race and they buy in then it goes to the second week and we actually the kids now have to sell extra large pizzas from little pizza heaven I thought my last year's group was fantastic they sold 154 extra large pizzas the group this year and I we sit down and I talk to them I go you need to think so I also like the piece the teacher in me likes the piece the critical thinking part so there's critical thinking they need to think how can I generate income for these families how can I do it you know you can only go around would you like to buy an extra large pizza we do like to buy an extra large pizza you soon run out of people to ask so w what do you do like so um, I'm very proud of these kids they raised they sold 218 extra large pizzas the amount of pizzas that were being delivered to the school that that little fundraiser alone there's two and a half thousand dollars for the families Wow right the kids got creative they started approaching other schools in our catchment and selling to teachers over there hey would you like it if we delivered you pizzas on this day for lunch of course that'd be great sales are going through the roof suddenly uh, you know now they're selling to their parents who have worked close to the school you know and it's expanding and expanding then the next so then at the end here's the hard part of it at the end of every amazing race the kids don't know if it's and it's like the show is it going to be a non-elimination round 
am I going to eliminate one team or even two teams? Hmm. So they stress about this. Sometimes I surprise it and go, it's a non-elimination round, you know, but most of the time they know somebody's going and it's sad. I get, I tell them, I go, I, I get separation anxiety, so to speak with these students. They've worked so hard. We've all worked so hard. And now I got to say goodbye to a group that just raised a thousand dollars. I don't know about you, Ryan. I, I'd love to be in high school at her school, yeah. <laughs> at Deborah's <Right>. school. <laughs> the I, level I, of passion, commitment, your engaging purpose in your in your in your kids, I, like man, that's incredible. I wasn't a particularly engaged uh, high school high school student. I was doing uh, sports uh, after school, but I'm pretty sure I would have been skipping <laughs> yeah. practice to get involved in this. That is absolutely. Uh, incredible inspirational um and you just exude this passion for it um this uh, i want to talk about purpose but first of all like the work that you put into this um is is truly exceptional um and it's it shows the work that you're putting into it um all the results that you're having and not just the money it's the lessons you're teaching these kids i can't i can't hit that enough um the um, come back to the the purpose piece. Um, what what did you start seeing in the kids when they started to identify with this purpose? You start to see um, this sense of importance, not within themselves, not not them feeling this oh self importance, but the importance to um how do i describe be outside of them it's it's about other people and that's Mm. also a thing that i say to them as well it's not about you you know i might um you know have to talk to these kids you know maybe they they might have slightly misbehaved in this and when i call slightly misbehave it gets stressful on them. So I'll give you an example of what happened yesterday at Amazing Race. One group kind of tried to cheat by bending a spoon. They had to, a task they had to do and they knew that if the spoon was bent slightly, well, there's an audience. One of the audience members told me, Miss Woods, oh, we saw them cheat. So I went over and, you know, had to talk to them about, you know, there's this higher importance out there and you need to do go about doing it the right way and I know sometimes you want to cheat to win you know that's that that there's that urge I, I go but you know what you need to be the better person here yeah that's not what this is about that's right yeah yeah and at the end of it I was pleasantly uh not surprised not surprised because there's so much so many lessons that goes on in this two and a half months that we're almost stuck together at the hip uh it's all said and done I eliminate the last team yesterday I finally make my way back to my desk pick up my phone and there's the apology from the Joe you're no kidding yeah I am sorry because yeah so there there's just yeah there's so many good lessons and and you know, with that kid, I remember having to say to him, it's not about you. Like, it isn't. And if and if you do get eliminated, I know that sucks. I know it does. Because 
I was a kid once before. Hmm. And you get that sense of a rejection, you and know, competition because yeah, yeah, and that loss and you know, and Joe teams that have been eliminated. Now they're sitting in the stands watching the ones that are still in it and and it's upsetting and I know the conversation goes home because our vice principal's son was in it and lovely kid but you know he had a time disadvantage you know he wasn't in the top of the big fundraisers so you have to wait stand by and wait and wait and wait for your turn to enter to start your tasks and in the end their team got eliminated so in passing I said to my vice principal and I said so how's he doing not well Hmm. Yeah, but he said uh, at home, the mother was saying, but you did so much for the families, right? Look at what, feel good about what you raised. The canned goods, they had raised $750 in non-perishables. They brought in, like off the top of my head, can't remember how much money through the pizza sales. So, you know, sad to see them go. I'm always sad to see them go, but I'm happy to hear the conversation gets home. And it's talked about at home, but you, but you did so much for the families. You got to think about that. Hmm. Uh, so I'm, I'm sitting here just trying to learn from you and on, on how uh, you've, you've shown so much success through these years, through building this event and making impact. Some of my takeaways are that um, first and foremost, you got to fill people with purpose. You know, t- show yeah. them the why. Uh, and then you want to remove the obstacles, make it easy for them. And, and you've certainly done that by making this big fun event that everyone wants to be uh, a part of. Um, uh, and then you have this competition side of it too. Um, it, so it's not yeah. just feeling that purpose. Now you got the competition and fun. Like that's a, a perfect storm for these kids to really get interested. Um, so yeah, I, I really commend you on this and and I've got a lot of takeaways from this and hopefully our listens listeners have as well um Ryan do you have any uh questions yeah. Yeah. I'm like I would love to know what the next step is to continue growing this um at some point is there a way to create another Deborah two Debras hmm. how do you find more of that because a big part of this show is to inspire community members yourself you're a community contributor mm-hmm. you have led this initiative you have inspired and in, inspired people to do something good for their community you've inspired uh, youth to find their purpose to learn lessons how do we grow this and almost take people who have gone through this program and and bring them up mentor them to do what you're doing to continue to inspire the community um funny you should ask that because i went home one night and I, I, I said to Glenn, I go, am I looking old lately? <laughs> and he goes, well, tired. I go, why? He goes, why do you ask? I go, because this particular year I've had about three staff members on different occasions ask me, um, like, you should get somebody who, um, what did they say, um, shadows me. Mm-hmm. So because the hard part about this there's so many little intricate things that go with this that um it's kind of like this little like i said i'm like the conductor of traffic behind the scenes this little one-man show and 
and I guess because uh, you know I'm retiring in six years uh, I'm a little bit older than you think and they're worried about if I when I go because six years you as we know can come and go so fast who will take over when I go away no one really knows how do you get the pros how do you like there's a whole other segment of this I didn't even talk about Um, another evolution part was because we want nice Christmas presents for the family but that costs money and that used to absorb a big chunk of what I would bring in is buying presents so I started the adopt a family program which now you're a part of Mm. because I explained to you so you adopt one of the families so to speak and you buy them a nice present each for the family and stockings or whatever else that polishes the hamper right so that was started to save money now I buy lots of things duvets pillows blankets all sorts of extra stuff there's lots you can buy with ten thousand dollars for the families no kidding so there's all these little pockets you know there's the amazing race part there's the actual pros versus joes there's the adopt a family part there's all the organization of the fundraising part so yeah I for us for this to go further I actually need more people on board so that they know the timelines of how to swing this through you know and make it all fall into place and yeah so I I I I get a lot of students once they've gone through this want to come back they want to carry on it's it's like this really feel good thing and suddenly it goes away Mm. after they graduate yeah well um you know well, once, like, I have some Joes that are in grade 10. It's not just for a grade 12. But once they're done being a Joe, this feel-good, higher-purpose thing you suddenly did, poof, now it's, the hampers are delivered. Mm. Okay. Now I'm back to just ordinary me right. for the kids. So in, I like, I think a, a piece that I would like to move forward on is maintaining the relationships with these kids, I think. They go on to further education or jobs or whatever and if if I had the time so keep involving them make the growth even bigger and better but there's only so much I I can do in a in a day and um but if I if to move forward I would think yeah I need somebody on board with me somebody who shadows and learns and knows all the intricacies of this um, keeping the Joes on board. So we, we may yeah. have somebody, I'm thinking of somebody right now that may be able to help. Um, mm-hmm. We were able to have a, a another interview with somebody who's doing something in, in a school. It's, it's been really impactful. Um, Janice Moore. I'm not sure. Oh, I totally know Janice. Yeah. So yes. fr- from our conversation with her, uh, we were able to, um, uh, start the beginnings of a new soccer program in another school um, just from the conversation we had and um, Janice reaching out and, and we're going to my, my company is going to help uh, with some of the equipment to get it all started. Very cool. Um, but just, just these conversations can really um, uh, spread some good so we'll talk after mm-hmm. to figure out how to help yeah. uh, you so you're not having to work uh, into the wee hours because I know when we were trying to get a hold of you remember the first time we spoke I think it was like 
nine at night or something like so. that. And you just finished um, uh, making pizzas with with the kids um, yep. on the uh, um, what's the pizza joint that, that was? Uh, little, little pizza, pizza heaven. heaven. Yeah, yeah, little pizza heaven. Uh, so we would love to try to figure out how to help you with this program and replicate this because this is doing so much good. Um, so yeah, looking forward to connecting after. Sounds good. Um, and if it's all good, we'd love to film some of Pros versus Joes. Oh, for sure. Well, you eh? would love it. Come out and watch. Is yeah. there any days, well, I guess we're not going to be able to air this before Pros versus Joes happen. Um, so cause we won't really, yeah. So we'll, we'll plug after the Pros versus okay. Joes happen and hopefully yeah. get more people interested for next year. Um, but uh, it was an absolute pleasure chatting with you and hearing about pros versus joes can't wait to help with the the christmas drive perfect and and chat more awesome Thanks, Dave. thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the community of big hearts with Stu starkey if you know someone in your community who is a leader doing great things and driving change a contributor who is on a passionate mission to help their community through a non-profit or a foundation or a community member just doing their part to make their community a better place Please send Stu an email and let him know, and maybe they can be featured on a future episode of the Community of Big Hearts. You can email Stu at stu at twosmallmen.com. Again, that's stu at twosmallmen.com. Thank you again for listening.